Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to Why Affirmations and Compliments Don't Boost Low Self-Esteem, and three crafty ways to challenge negative ideas that don't end up in argument. So you're walking along a busy road when you spot a sweet old lady on the other side who needs help to cross that road. Do you, A, shout and wave her over from your side, hoping she'll dodge the racing traffic and roaring buses and juggernauts and so forth? Or B, cross over, join her on her side, and then gently lead her safely to where she really needs to be? Arguing with strong beliefs. One thing you might have found in your therapy work is that no matter how factually based a compliment is, a client with genuinely low self-esteem seems to find a way to dismiss it somehow. So you might say, you know, I'm impressed you were promoted twice in one year. You're clearly a hard worker. And the client might say something like, oh, you know, that was just dumb luck. I suppose my boss felt sorry for me. You know, that kind of thing. And it's really frustrating. But there's a good reason why people with low self-esteem do this. Low self-esteem is a highly emotionally charged belief or ideology. And contradicting any belief, however well-intentioned and even logical your argument, will likely be met with strong and automatic resistance. Two important research findings help explain why this is. So number one, people with low self-esteem are more likely to have been abused and bullied in the past. So their low self-esteem beliefs or ideology have been forged through intense emotion. See reference one. And you can't logically argue someone out of an emotionally driven belief because it doesn't reside on the level of logic. Two, the famous and much lauded positive affirmation may actually worsen low self-esteem. See reference two. So if they've been doing this, they'll be feeling worse. That's why trying to contradict a client's powerful belief system that they are worse than other people or unlovable by telling them how special or wonderful they are is akin to trying to wave the old lady across the busy road from the other side. To them, it seems an impossible and dangerous distance. So how do we change a client's negative view of themselves if high emotion is clouding the logical truth? Working with low self-esteem can be hard. So here are three crafty techniques that subtly challenge the hold it has on your therapy client. So number one, agree and then disagree. Agree with a part of what they've said that you can agree with, then gently put a more positive spin on it. So if the client says something like, um, I'm just a waste of space, I'm a lousy mum, you might say, you're a waste of space? Well, that's what you believe, so this is the agreement, but I'm happy that you're taking up space here. In what ways do you want to improve as a mum? So note how this isn't so overly positive as to uh, be an instant turn-off. You're not saying, no, you're not a, you know, a, a lousy mum. And how using the word improve implies that lousy mum is not a fixed state and that things can change positively. So there's no outright contradiction to their ideology. Number two, use metaphor to bypass conscious argument. So metaphorical language allows you to present a positive pattern to someone without directly contradicting their beliefs. So for example, um, if the client says, uh, I just feel so worthless, 
And you might say, yes, it can be difficult to see your own worth for what it truly is, can't it? So you said yes at the beginning of that, but then you put a spin on it. A diamond, you might say, you know, a diamond, for instance, has no sense of its own amazing value and a beautiful painting can't possibly know its own beauty. So there's no direct challenge to their statement. You've sort of brought in metaphor, okay, but you haven't really challenged them directly. You might now quickly change the subject so the idea can work subconsciously, undisturbed by the usual automatic negative filter or the propaganda of the low self-esteem. So number three, reframe negatives as positives, but do it carefully. Context is everything. A knife in the hands of a mugger is a very different thing from a knife in the hands of a surgeon. Find the positive quality in any deficit and gently turn it into a positive. So for instance, you know, if your client says, uh, my husband says I'm stubborn, you might say, hmm, and in what other ways do you show that kind of determination? No matter how good our intentions are, trying to wave that little old lady across the street just doesn't work, especially if she's a bit deaf and blind. Instead, we therapists need to gently guide our clients across the road and onto a happier future. So I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Terrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk.com. That's unk.com slash blog. (music) 